Welcome back, or welcome, if this is the first episode you are listening to in this three-part series, where I talk about themes of science that I find interesting. My name is Jack Sicklow. In the last episode of this series, we talked about the science of time. Now, in this episode, I wanted to tackle something big. At first, I thought of the universe, since that's pretty much the biggest thing I could think of. Then, an epiphany struck as if the universe was telling me to think of something bigger. Bigger than I could ever imagine. I looked up at the sky and yelled, What could be bigger than the entire universe? And so, after one noise complaint from the neighbors, it hit me. So on today's podcast, I will be talking about the multiverse theory. Now, first, to understand the multiverse, we should look at the universe. It won't really make sense without understanding what a universe is. Now, according to NASA, their definition of the universe is it's a big open place. The universe is just a big open place. You are in the universe, and things you can't see are in the universe too. The biggest stars are in it, and even the smallest things on Earth are just a part of this universe. We don't even know exactly how big the universe is. Now, they finished that quote with an exclamation point, by the way. I didn't just say it. They literally say, we don't even know how big the universe is. But just stop and think to yourself, NASA, who is one of the world's leaders in space and astronomy, cannot give a conclusive answer as to what truly is the universe. All they can say is it's big, so big that we have no idea. However, one thing I want to point out about what I just said in the quote is the biggest stars are even in it. Now, in our solar system, the biggest star is the sun, which measures about 696,340 kilometers. That's a bit big. That makes it 109 times wider than our Earth. Now, that's in our solar system, right? And a universe could hold multiple solar systems. So, that makes you feel very insignificant in the grand scheme of things. You are just a speck of dust. Now, there are multiple stars in the universe, and the biggest star that we currently know of, it's called U.Y. Scudin, or Scuddy. And it's not the coolest name for this beast. Heck, I would have rather named it The Beast instead of U.Y. Scooty. Oh, hi guys, it's me, U.Y. Scooty here. I'm the biggest star on the earth. And like, no man, that's the beast. Like, this thing is a beast in all words, in all definitions. It's just a beast. The reason I say we should name this thing The Beast is that it measures at 700 50 million miles, which in comparison with our dainty little sun, is about 1,700 times larger than the sun that we have. And it is not alone in dwarfing our sun. There are many other different stars in this universe 
that make our son look like a little baby. <laughs> now that I explained a little bit into what a universe is and the size of it is, we can move on to our main topic of the podcast, which is the multiverse. Now, it seems a bit late in starting our main topic now, but a quick rundown of the universe was necessary to introduce the topic of the multiverse. Now, as the name of the multiverse, it is pretty easy to discern what is it actually is. It's actually a theory that our giant, ever-expanding universe isn't the only one. Now here's where it gets messy. When your professor says universe in a lecture, they really do not mean the entire universe. They mean the observable universe. That's everything that we as humans have seen so far. Since the universe is so massive, we really can't measure it. So when we say the universe contains everything, we really just mean everything that we see. So definitions of what a universe might be could be different for say an alien that is the exact same as us with the exact same technology. However, it is located on the edge of our observable universe. Their definition of universe will be different from what our definition of universe would be. Now, that isn't exactly what a multiverse theory is. That's the same universe, but it's just observable universes. But the multiverse theory brings into the question of parallel universes. Now, parallel universes exist due to the idea that every possibility will occur and has occurred. Say you were typing that exam paper and submit it. But what would have happened if you did not submit that exam paper on time? Well, that would be a parallel universe as a different possibility has skewed from an idea. The number of universes in would increase, causing the multiverse to grow. Now, you would be, you say you're on a forked road, right? On that road is called finishing my exam paper. On the left side of the road, it says not finishing my exam paper. On the right side, it says finishing my exam paper. Those two roads lead into the same universe right now, depending on what you walk down. If you walk down the right, you will stick to the same universe. However, on the left, it will create something entirely new, a new universe, where you did not have the idea to finish your exam paper. Now, in this multiverse, there's an infinite number of universes, which each universe is different from one another, and it could be something small, like a certain ant was stepped on, where in one universe it wasn't stepped on, or it could be something gigantic, where the sun has burnt out and caused a complete ice age of the earth and we can't live on it and all the humans are dead. Where another universe can have the sun still burning, just like how ours is. Now, it probably sounds like a stretch since how, how ridiculous the concept scounds. Scounds? I mean sounds. 
But if you look at the grand scheme of things, it certainly is plausible. Now, probably my favorite thing about science is that there's no truth when it comes to science. There's only false. By this means that you cannot prove something to be true, however, you can prove something to be false. This is called the argument of ignorance. Basically, a lack of contrary evidence, or contrary evidence, excuse me, Everything is true until it can be proved to be false by introducing evidence. When I first learned about this, my mind was blown. I thought of it really being interesting as to why something can never be proved to be true. I have always thought of science as being the study of proving things true, only to come to learn that is indeed the opposite. Science isn't the study of proving things true. It is the study of proving things false. Now, in regard to the universe, or multiverse, should I say, is there a way that we could prove that this theory is false? I'll let you think about it. Did you think of anything? Anything that could be realistically done to prove that this claim of the multiverse theory is false? I couldn't, and I bet you couldn't. The reason is that the theory is so grand is that we as humans cannot even come close to comprehending what it is. That is why the beginning of this podcast I was talking about how insignificant we are in this universe or multiverse. However, looking at things from the outside in, we are no different than that little molecule on the bottom of your shoe. We can really get tunnel vision of us just being on this tiny little planet called Earth. Next time you're outside at night, I want you to look up at the sky and just think to yourself about how big in that pitch black sky it really is. It's a bit daunting. We as humans can get so caught up in our own little world that we never do seem to realize the grand spectrum of things solely in our universe. Next time when you have to decide between two things, I would like you to ask yourself this question. What would have happened if I took option A instead of taking option B? How would my day change? How would my life change? How would the world change? And how would the universe change? There could be complete copies of us somewhere in the universe. However, they could be just a little bit, I don't know, more stylish than us. They have better style choices, however, compared to us on this universe. And so because of that, their whole world is different. The parallel universe theory is quite interesting if you take a look at it. No matter how many people or things there is, any more universes are getting created. Many more. It is quite astounding how we can just think to ourselves and have a universe created like that. Is that true? Could we just... Does that also make us insignificant though? Because, think about it. We are creating universes, right? Right? That's what it technically means though too. If we are, like, we're thinking, making decisions, and creating universes, that's what this multiverse theory means. Are you serious? Like, that's insane. Like, how is that even 
it's I will let you figure that out for yourselves. I want you to believe what you want to believe in. Don't just take everything from a speck of dust like me. I want you to think as your own little speck of dust. Think to yourself. Do we as humans have that capacity to think of something like this? And to have that thing be real? Because there's a lot of holes in this theory, I won't lie. It's all up into interpretation. That's why you should never take a grain of salt away from people who are saying these ridiculous things. Because we don't know. We do not know how the world is, like, fully yet. So next time somebody says something like that, don't just immediately call them stupid. Except for, like, if they're trying to prove something that has already been proven false multiple, multiple times. If they're ignoring evidence, that shouldn't be true. But if they're just proposing a hypothetical question where you can't get evidence for it yet, sit down to yourself and listen to them. They might have something interesting to talk about for the rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the episode 2 of this podcast series. If you were entertained or just liked listening to my voice, feel free to listen to episode 1. My name is Jack Sicklow, and my voice is slowly being overtaken by the outro music. Thank you.